Welcome to Brookings First United Methodist Church and our podcast, Messages from First United Methodist Brookings. This podcast is an audio version of Pastor Pete Grassow's sermons from the First United Methodist Church in Brookings, South Dakota. You can watch the full services online anytime on our website at brookingsmethodist.org or at the link in the episode notes. On behalf of Pastor Pete and our entire church family, thank you for joining us. Today, I do want to read two different stories from the Bible. They are stories that take place many centuries apart, and each story tells of a person responding to God's call on their life. This then drastically changed the meaning and the direction of everything that they were and believed. Our first reading found in Genesis chapter 12 in the Old Testament. Genesis 12, and I'm reading the first nine verses. Now the Lord said to Abram, Go from your country and your kindred and your father's house to the land that I will show you. And I will make of you a great nation, and I'll bless you and make your name great, so that you will be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you, and him who dishonors you I will curse. And in you all the families of the earth shall be blessed. So Abram went, as the Lord had told him, and Lot went with him. Abram was seventy-five years old when he departed from Haran. And Abram took Sarai, his wife, and Lot, his brother's son, and all their possessions that they had gathered, and the people they had acquired in Haran. And they set out to go to the land of Canaan. When they came to the land of Canaan, Abram passed through the land to the place at Shechem, to the oak of Morah. At that time the Canaanites were in the land. Then the Lord appeared to Abram and said, To your offspring I'll give this land. So he built there an altar to the Lord who had appeared to him. From there he moved to the hill country on the east of Bethel and pitched his tent with Bethel on the west and I on the east. And there he built an altar to the Lord and called upon the name of the Lord. And Abram journeyed on, still going towards the Negev. And then we turn to the New Testament, Matthew chapter 9, and I read verses 9 to 13. As Jesus passed on from there, he saw a man called Matthew sitting at the tax booth. And Jesus said to him, follow me. And he rose and followed him. And as Jesus reclined at table in the house, behold, many tax collectors and sinners came and were reclining with Jesus and his disciples. And when the Pharisees saw this, they said to his disciples, Why does your teacher eat with tax collectors and sinners? But when he heard it, he said, Those who are well have no need of a physician, but those who are sick. Go and learn what this means. I desire mercy and not sacrifice, for I came not to call the righteous, but sinners. Two stories, two stories of someone hearing God's call. The first story was of Abram. He has lived a full life. He has a wife, 
a prosperous lifetime of possessions and flocks of sheep and people who work for him. There is one heartache. He and his wife Sarai do not have children, but they do have a nephew who is like a son to them. And we are told that at the age of 75, Abram hears God speak to him. Genesis 12 verse 1, God says, Go from your country and your kindred and your father's house to the land I will show you. Abram is to give up his home and all that is familiar to him and go to an unfamiliar place. And the amazing thing is that he actually does this. Abram's father had already moved the family 600 miles away from the family home in the city of Ur to the city of Haran. This really is the moment for Abram to say, I've already moved once, I'm not doing it again. But instead he packs up his life and moves south through Damascus along the shore of the Sea of Galilee and then on to Sechem. This was an important city located in the center of Canaan at the strategic pass between Mount Ebal and Mount Gerizim in the plain of Mora. And here he built an altar to the Lord before moving on further south. We then read a story from the New Testament, the story of Matthew, who was sitting at a tax booth working as a tax collector. Now working for the IRS, whether in the USA or in the world of Jesus, is a difficult task because nobody likes paying taxes. It became more complicated in Jesus' time because a tax collector was someone who had betrayed his own people by using his local knowledge of the wealth of his neighbors to collect money for the Roman oppressors. He was called a traitor by his neighborhood and called a sinner by the religious leadership. Then Matthew hears God's call on his life. He meets Jesus, he leaves everything and becomes a disciple of Jesus. The Bible does not give us many more details except that Matthew immediately throws a party and invites all his friends. But the simplicity of this passage speaks volumes. Matthew will have to leave his career as a tax collector and join the wandering preacher and live a life that depends on the goodwill of people. Both Mark and Luke's gospel refer to this converted tax collector by the name of Levi. Some have suggested he changed his name from Levi to Matthew to signify a new beginning or to even possibly protect himself and Jesus from persecution by people who hate tax collectors. That said, Matthew has given up everything to follow Jesus. But there's more than this going on. Jesus is willing to be positively identified with this tax collector. This tax collector is becoming one of his followers and Jesus is willing to take the criticism that goes with taking in a former tax collector. In fact, Matthew 9 verse 11 already picks up this criticism. I quote, When the Pharisees saw this, they said to his disciples, Why does your teacher eat with tax collectors and sinners? 
So two stories of the call of God, two stories among many that are found in the Bible. The Bible has many, many stories of how God calls individuals to give their lives to serving God. I think of the Old Testament stories such as Moses and Miriam, Isaiah, Ruth and Jeremiah. I think of New Testament stories about Mary, the mother of Jesus, and James and John, Mary Magdalene, Paul of Tarsus, and of the many, many people since then, people like Francis of Assisi, Martin Luther, Joan of Arc, John Wesley, Mother Teresa of Calcutta, right down to people who have shaped our lives. Perhaps it was a Sunday school teacher, or a pastor, or a preacher, or somebody who showed you compassionate Christian kindness. There is one thing in common with all the stories of call. We are transformed by the call of God in our lives. We can look back to a before and then give testimony to an after. This is the story of an ongoing transformation of our lives as we give our lives in the service of God. And there are three elements to this. First of all, God finds us where we are. We do not have to be in some special religious setting to encounter God. Sadly, all too often we hear the words, come to church and meet Jesus, or come to the special prayer meeting and have an encounter with God. Please note that God called Abraham at his home. Jesus found Matthew at the tax collector's booth. And Jesus found Matthew's friends around a table while they were eating. God can meet us anywhere, perhaps sitting in front of a radio, or in our vehicle, or outside in the park, or eating at McDonald's. Richard Raw puts it this way. We cannot attain the presence of God. We're already totally in the presence of God. What's absence is our awareness. And so I am inviting us to become aware that God is always with us. If my first point is that God finds us where we are, my second point is that when God finds us, God transforms us. We cannot encounter God and walk away unchanged. Abram meets God and moves his family across country. Matthew hears the call of Jesus and changed his job from tax collector to preacher. For myself, I heard God's call to move from South Africa to South Dakota and have never regretted this adventure with God. I've grown in my faith and been enriched by the new friendships that I've made. And so today I'm inviting you to allow God to move you from one place to another, which need not necessarily be a physical move, but it certainly will be a mental and spiritual movement, a deepening of your faith. It is St. Paul who speaks of us growing up from our childish ways to becoming mature believers. And so I've spoken of God finding us where we are, of God transforming us. And then my third point, that God is not finished with us yet. Hearing the call of God is a process 
of ongoing transformation. We hear God when we are young, we can hear God in our middle years, and we can continue to hear God in our senior years. There's never a time when we can say we are too old for God. Abram heard the call of God when he is 75 years old, and at 75 has his name changed from Abram to Abraham. Even if you heard the call of God as a young person, I invite you to continue to be open to hearing God saying to you, come with me on the next adventure. So let me pull this together. And I will do so by telling one last story. The story of Stanley Mahoba, who was a young man in my home country, South Africa. Stanley Mahoba was a newly trained teacher who dreamed of a better country, a country free of apartheid. He also did not believe in God, mostly because white church pastors taught that apartheid was the will of God and he could not see the possibility of a God who would create a world that blessed apartheid. Stanley Mahoba was arrested for teaching rebellion in the classroom and sent as a political prisoner to prison on Robben Island. And the only reading material he was allowed was the Bible, which he read from cover to cover. And in reading the Bible, he heard the call of God on his life. He began studying to become a pastor. And when he was released from prison, he was ordained in the Methodist Church. And in time, he became the presiding bishop of the Methodist Church of Southern Africa. And he helped persuade one of the South African rebel groups to lay down their arms and join the peace process for a new South Africa. God found him in a prison cell. God transformed his life. And God continued to find him useful. Today, he has just celebrated his 90th birthday and is still going strong in serving Jesus. And so my prayer, that the stories I've shared today would inspire you to a lifetime of following God in the footsteps of Jesus. Thank you for listening to this message from First United Methodist Brookings. To get every message delivered to you, subscribe to this podcast for free and leave us a review wherever you get your podcasts. You can always find more information about our services and outreach on our website at brookingsmethodist.org and on our Facebook page at Brookings First United Methodist Church. On behalf of Pastor Pete and all of Brookings First United Methodist Church, thank you for listening. This podcast was produced by Sam Becker on behalf of First United Methodist Church in Brookings, South Dakota. Intro and outro music was performed by our praise team under CCLI license number 936719, streaming plus license number 210-39161. Visit BerkeysMethodist.org for more information.